Come on, super spy, think of something. You're the diplomat. Talk to them. All right. Stop right there, and I'll bring back the sun. Okay. This is my sister. You can all have her. I hear she's very good. Just take another step and I start swinging. You hear that? He's threatening you. Let's get him. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fast Day with Films. What is it? <laughs> Tralfaz. Tralfaz? And it, what's really funny is this is like a house joke around here between me and my wife because mm. we love the episode so much of The Jetsons because who doesn't? Of course. Uh, <laughs> there's an episode of The Jetsons where uh, his long lost owner shows up and says that he is comes from money and his name is an astro. His name is Tralfaz. Tralfaz. And uh, he's trying to take him away. But every time they say Tralfaz, you hear Astro in the background go, yuck. Because he hates the name so much. He must do it like six or seven times. Really? So there'll be random moments in the house where I'm cleaning up a mess, the cat puke or something, and she'll hear me go, Tralfaz. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll hear her go, yuck. That's awesome. So yeah. yeah. See? Good we're shit. bringing you the knowledge. Learn something new every day. So how you been, man? Oh, good, dude. Just yeah? uh, working. Trying to handle the heat? Working, yeah. Luckily, I work inside. I just, I am so glad. My brother is a tennis instructor. My buddy Rand is a painter. Yeah. Like I work dang. overnight. And uh, I'm, let me tell you, when I was out last night, I checked the weather before I left, and it was 88 degrees oh, at night. That's crazy. At 2 in the morning, it was 88 degrees in Florida. That's insane. That's <sighs> like, you shouldn't sweat at night. There's no such thing as global warming. Yeah, I just checked the uh, the thing. Was it 98 feels like 106? Yeah, that's insane, It's dude. nuts. I you know, I'm again glad I don't live in Arizona anymore because yeah. I bet it is just unbearable oh, yeah, out yeah. there. I've been seeing that even across Middle America, it's been pretty brutal lately. So. The, yeah, they had like basically uh, like a a warning to people you know, like all along the eastern yeah. seaboard, just like stay indoors. Yeah, yeah. You know? or at least <laughs> like, if you're if you're on the coast, at least it's at least you get the breeze. You yeah, know? that's yeah. that's the only thing going for you. That's like, crazy. We're driving down the Port Charlotte tomorrow, and uh, I used to. I used to paint houses down there, mm-hmm. and, and and it's brutal down yeah, there, man. But at least if you're if you're by the ocean, you at least get a little bit of something. Yeah, I did a roof down there um, after the hurricanes hit. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you? Uh, you've been? Uh, did you watch any good movies this week? Uh, I went and saw Bob's Burgers. Nice. Yeah. yeah beat me and my girl to it. That'll uh, never happen. That yeah, was I, that was wishful thinking yeah, on my part. <laughs> uh, it, it was cute, you know. I mean it. it it's basically just one long episode of, yeah. of Bob's Yeah, Burgers. that's what I figured. And, that's, and it was enjoyable, yeah. you know. Um, they had a couple of musical numbers Callbacks in there. Callbacks and kind of yeah, stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and they had a couple of musical numbers in there, that's which, cool. you know, yeah. eh, it's not really my thing. I mean, I don't but want it, the whole thing to be like uh, South Park was way too much. It wasn't South that. Park yeah, yeah. that much. Okay, but it, but it had I, a few. I mean, if I, if I had to say, I'd say there was probably like four songs. Oh, okay. And it was all just like one ongoing song for narration purposes gotcha. anyways but like 
We waited yeah. so long. I'll have to wait on that and try to get her to go see a horror movie now. Yeah, so. <laughs> be better luck. So, but you chose Bob's Burgers over Top Gun. I know. Yeah. I, well, I or was I, it the the girl wanted to see that one more? Or? No, no. I mean, I just, I dude, I love Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I mean, I love know? Bob's Burgers. Um, uh, and to be honest with you, if I, she was going to agree to go to the movies, I would uh, pick Bob's Burgers way over Top Gun. Yeah. Everyone's excited about it. Everyone says it's absolutely incredible. But I think. I think you need to be a real big fan of the first one. Yeah. And I'm I mean, not a real big fan of the first one. I have not heard a single person say anything bad about it. Yeah. And I, that's I've true. probably I've probably honestly heard at least fifteen people's opinions. Yep. You know, I've heard and, a few. My uh, my friend Sarah and Lindsay went and saw it and they mm-hmm. loved it. Uh, mm-hmm. I told him I said, Would it love it if I didn't care much for the original? He's like, Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> because it's all callbacks. And that's what I, that's what bothers me though. Every time I look, there's like another Oh, they recreated that scene? Wait, they sing in this one? They play volleyball in this one? I was like, what don't they do from the first one? See, that's what I was worried I, about. I don't want that. Yeah. You know, I want something completely different. Yeah. That kind of takes it away a little bit to, yeah. to be like... Wait. I would rather see like one of the surviving members of Tom Cruise's old platoon who's pissed off, kind of hunts him down, and, and maybe there's no flying whatsoever, and it's all in like South Central LA or something sure, like that. Sure, why not? That, that would be you awesome. Know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a couple great movies this week. Mm. Uh, one of them... And I won't ruin it uh, for you. It's not much to ruin, uh, to be honest with you. But it is phenomenal. Is the Netflix movie Hustle? The Adam. Oh, Sandler. with Adam Sandler. Yeah, you were telling it's me about phenomenal, that. Phenomenal, dude. One it, of the best sports movies I've ever seen. It just makes you feel fucking good, man. Yeah. Like sports movies should. It. I mean, it almost looks style and quality li- uh, quality wise like uncut jamish. You know, well, you could tell that he's brought on. Uh, there's some grittiness to it, but it's not as wild or certainly stressful. Yeah. I mean, it's not those guys for sure. But Adam Sandler has gone co- completely to the other side now f- in the good way. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I think he could not do comedy for the rest of my life and be uh, fine with it because he adds and he brings enough of his funny little quirks into this movie, which is good. Yeah, but it's it's such a simple kind of premise that just is great. Like he is a scout for the Philadelphia 76ers. That's right. And everyone's got like a great pick and he's just trying to find that one thing and he's going around to different countries and mm-hmm. uh, uh, can't find the right guy. You know they already made that movie, right? <laughs> well, uh, what movie was it? The Air Up There. Uh, the Air Up There. With Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Where Kevin Bacon is a scout. That's right. For... But that one was bad, <laughs> from what I remember. I mean, it wasn't terrible. No, was, this one was it, next level Yeah, good, no, it was, it was very yeah. like Disney, family-oriented. And he's got... This was co-produced by LeBron James, so it, they got the best of the best. Kenny oh, cool. Smith came in and played like a full character. Oh, nice. Uh, himself, but he just... He played it and he acted really well. Dirt Nevisi was in it. There was a... Uh, so basically, yeah, he, he he's looking for this perfect kind of candidate to bring to the Combine and to just... He's looking for that one guy. He's looking for the yeah. next LeBron, right. like everybody is. But he, like every other manager, they're all visiting the same places, and he's going to. Uh, there's a great scene where he visits some guy in like uh, I don't know, like uh, Slovakia, mm-hmm. and uh, he's clearly in his 40s. And they were like, you know, I can't put anyone in the combine that's like over 22. How old are you? And he's yeah. like, 22. Yeah. And then he's like, there's some guy next to him, and uh, he's like, who's this? He's like, that's my son. He's like, how old is he? 10. And he's yeah. clearly about in his 30s. Yeah. And I, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. And not until like one night when he's at his hotel that he hears a lot of noise or commotion out 
uh, side, mm-hmm. he goes to uh, shoot some ball at like the local like park, and it's already like filled with like a hundred people. Yeah, and he sees this phenom who apparently I guess is on the Jazz in real life. I didn't know about him. I don't follow basketball. Oh, much. interesting. Uh, some years I follow basketball like heavy, and then I'll go five years with falling out of the sport. And yeah, I'll get yeah. Back in, uh, but. He is phenomenal. Everyone loves him. He's very, very likable in the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's just Adam Sandler and him. And he's he's going the... the What's the name of it again? Uh, Hustle. Hustle. I'm just trying and to the, see who that the is. And the Flyers aren't very receptive. And he's like, it's just me and you, dude. We're going to do this together. And it's amazing. There's like a great scene where they realize if they really want to get him some... Uh, notice they need to make him Instagram famous and uh-huh. it's a great scene when they when they start to do the Instagram famous and you just uh, Adam Sandler is just the, the fucking the man in that movie man um, is it Boban yeah 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 um, he was I can't pl- remember his last name uh, uh, his real Mar- last name Marjanovic That's, yeah yeah Boban Marjanovic or Go- Hern- Hernan Gomez something that was the main guy white Juanch- guy big uh, white guy Juancho that Hernan Gomez. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's awesome, man. Definitely check it out. Anyone that... You don't even have to be in basketball. If you like good sports movie... Oh, shit. It, it Jaleel makes White's wanna... in it? Who? Jaleel White. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, he plays one of the like kind of like somewhat assholes that's on the 76ers that are, are critiquing I will the, watch the that movie just... He's big in the basketball, so it makes sense that he's in this movie. Yeah. Big time. Uh, Shaq's in it. Uh, friggin' uh, Charles Barkley's in it. I mean, it's phenomenal, dude. You will not... Uh, I can confidently say you will not dislike it it's not terrible it's not terrible it's not terrible <laughs> uh the other movie i saw you have seen and you told me and dave went back when we were all three on the pod that you didn't care for it but you specifically said i think you guys would like it uh-huh and it was uh dried cost crossed concrete i oh, finally yeah, saw yeah, yeah. It. only took a few fucking years yeah man. I loved it. Yeah, it's I knew so it was. fucking good. Yeah, and I, I hate how much I liked uh, Mel Gibson in it. Mm-hmm. My God, it's so hard how much I how yeah. much I liked him in it. Yeah. It's so good. I I love that director, and I completely understand why you would dislike it. It was like watching flies. It fuck. was. It was. Yeah. It was like <laughs> I was getting dragged across concrete yeah. because of the pace of the movie. Yeah. The pacing was slow, but it was a good movie, and you, that's you, why I was you like, made it to the end. Yeah, everything? I'm pretty sure I did. I don't remember it anymore. I think I just Man, purged that from my brain. It's so good. Dude. Dude, it, it was basically just two uh, two cops that were assholes and racist cops, but they had uh, been caught on camera doing something shady. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson put his foot on some guy's neck, and this was before, uh, right. I think, yeah. this movie came out. Yeah. And uh, the video got out there, and they were suspended. But while they're suspended, they want to do some shady shit. They were like, hey, I, here, we can get into this. And, and uh, they decide to rob somebody who's going to rob uh, a bank. Uh-huh. Of, uh, I think gold bullion, uh-huh. and they uh, the and we're seeing it from Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn's point of view, and from the two uh, uh, guys that are on the the crew that go into the bank. Right, uh, two black guys. One guy is really good. I had never heard of him before, and the other guy was Michael uh, Jai White. Oh, okay, and uh, you get to see them. Uh, take the bank and uh, the whole last third of the movie. There's like 40 minutes where it was just the. Uh, the bank gets robbed. The robbers go to where they're going to uh, drop off the van and go into another vehicle. Mm-hmm. And that's when Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn kind of like uh, approach them. Yeah. And they can't, uh, they know there's an armored truck that they can't pierce and they know they can't leave the truck. And it's literally like a 40 minute 
last third act when they're just like at a standoff with each other and yeah. I loved every second yeah. of it. I was like, this is so great. Yeah. It's, it was really, really amazing. I, I would have watched it a long time ago if I realized how much I was uh, going to like it. Yeah. But yeah, it's slow What's as the same guy that did uh, Brawl and Cell 99 yep. and, and, uh, Bone Tomahawk. and Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. You so know? you can't really go wrong. I, I've realized lately there's been a lot of those directors that, and I, I say that that's probably always been the case you know if you like a spielberg movie it pays to go see another spielberg movie right chances yeah. are you might like it yeah I, and i've realized that like you know because there's been these like new body horror movies and everything like oh, that yeah. that have been coming out i realized bone tomahawk is where i draw the line yeah, like, yeah that's yeah. I, I i never need to go beyond that body you know? horror is completely different than the bone tomahawk and bone tomahawk's pretty high that's yeah. a pretty high bar that's no yeah i, I can't recommend bone tomahawk to many people Oof, and man. i told you about two other movies i can't recommend to you that uh that titan and the raw raw yeah. uh, raw i would recommend but titan i would probably stay away from it. it's just yeah. gonna it's just gonna fuck you up no, I'm you good. don't need that in your life i'm good no <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> uh, but I enjoyed it. I like some fucked up movies. Uh, but you know what? We have a hundred. We have two hundred movies. Basically, we're going to be choosing from today. Friday favorites. Bitch. Friday favorites. I like that uh, echo you, that you did on the on, on the, the first on one. The first one. Friday favorites. <laughs> Say it normal. I'll echo you. Just a. Friday, Friday favorites. <laughs> Boom. Making my editing job hard, but it's Fucking easy. love that. <laughs> yeah, we should. Every time someone mentions it in the pod, I should, yeah. I should go into it. It's like the Loja thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Friday favorites. Friday favorites. <laughs> from Robert Loja. <laughs> I should throw that in. I should have Dave come in and do it. Yep. Uh, Friday favorites is brought to you by Robert Loja. Yeah. <laughs> Just insert it That'd randomly. <laughs> we don't have sponsors, but yeah. Robert Loja is going to tell you what he likes. <laughs> So if you've listened to our previous episodes, basically what we do is Justin's got a list of his top 100 movies that I can't see. I got a list of my top 100 movies. I pick a number for him, and he uh, grabs it off his list, and we talk about it, and he does the same for me. And since they're both from our favorites movies list, we know they're going to be incredible, at least to the picky. Maybe not. We haven't come across someone who totally disagreed with the other one. I've been listening to a lot of it. It's a podcast. Uh, it's not currently running anymore. Uh, it was called See You in Hell. It's huh. a, it was a great podcast by the stand-up comedian Joe DeRosa, who I love Joe DeRosa. He's just like that angry stand-up comedian, kind of like Bill Barr. You know, he just gets up there and he complains about shit. Yeah. And he's a huge movie guy, and I realized after listening to his stand-up, and I had heard him on a couple of podcasts, that he has an old movie podcast. And it hasn't aired since like 2019, but he's got like a good uh, 100 or 130 episodes on it, and him and his friend talk movies. But basically... Uh, uh, Basically, he just, uh, it's him and his friend shitting all over movies the oh, entire nice. podcast. Yeah. But even that is very uh, fun to listen to. <laughs> I heard them, I heard a whole pod where they just shat on Blade Runner. And it's, Blade Runner's one of my favorite films of all time. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely, it's in my top five. Right. And, um, uh, and it's still fun to listen to them uh, go off on each other. Oh, yeah. It's weird how the divisive sometimes movies are, and you forget how. I am very forgiving <laughs> with movies. Yeah. My my tastes are very broad. I yeah. like a lot more than I hate. And usually I won't shit on movies unless it's really, really, <laughs> for some reason, struck a chord with me. Right. So I, it's weird how you come across a movie fan sometimes that are so picky. 
Like DeRosa can't. He he says Terminator Two and Aliens are two of the worst movies he's ever seen. <sighs> I'll have and to I was disagree. Like, I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm, I I love that you can voice that opinion. Yeah. That, that you you're allowed to do that and everything. I couldn't disagree with you. Uh, yeah. More. More. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's fun to hear that there are some people out there that. You think, no, no one hates E.T. No, yeah. there's a lot of yeah. hate E.T. haters out there. You hate Forrest Gump? <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people hate Forrest you. Gump, yeah. though. It's, it's weird. So we might be picking one that you hate. So yeah. uh, maybe we'll try to convince you. So, all right, I'll start with uh, my uh, number that I'm going to pick for you, and it's 22. All right, let's see. That is... Spies Like Us. Oh, nice. Fuck I love yes. it. I love Spies Like Us. Love Sometimes like this us. works out well. All right. So what number are you going to pick from me? 35. 35. All right. Let me pull it up here. I didn't have it pulled up. Oh, before we start this, I want to tell you something else. Okay. Okay. We'll get these movies picked first. Uh, 35. That's all oh, Poltergeist. No, nice. nice. Poltergeist, two 80s classics yeah. i love it all right before we talk about that i happened to come across an article earlier and i thought this would be very interesting to, oh okay to discuss all right I've, I've often said in the pods that one of my the most famous years for me for movies in the theater especially ones that i was not allowed to go was see 87 was 89. the summer of 1989 Nine, yeah. and i found an article that talked about the summer of 1989 i just want to go through with like the 25 movies that were like Week after week, from like I think June until like uh, early December. September. Oh yeah, uh, oh, just for the summer. And uh, this is the movies that were released in the summer of '89. And you tell me if there was a, a better summer than this. All right. So it started at May 24th. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Dead Poet Society, Star Trek V: The Final Frontier, License to Kill, Ghostbusters 2, which came out today, June 16th. That's oh, what awesome. that's what spurred the uh, the article for me. Uh, next week would have been Batman. Oh, wow. Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Do the Right Thing, Karate Kid Part 3, Weekend at Bernie's, Lethal Weapon 2, Peter Pan re-release, When Harry Met Sally, UHF, Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Yes. Same day, Turner and Hooch. Yes. Uh, Parenthood. August 9th was The Abyss. Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child, August 16th, Uncle Buck, and then it ended with Sex, Lies, and Videotapes on August 18th. That's awesome. It's insane, right? Yeah, that's it's fucking crazy. awesome. I think I've been, I've been part of an algorithm on uh, Twitter that because it, I'm constantly every day being like, this movie was released 32 day, uh, years ago today, and yeah. I guess a couple days ago was Predator, and today was the, oh, uh, the one for Ghost Dude, Ghostbusters. Dude, I really want to see Prey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it looks really good. Um, they did an extended trailer for it. Mm-hmm. it yeah, I saw still, the extended trailer. It still looks good. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, um, is, it, is August? August. I have. The, I think uh, it is. I want to say it's like the beginning of August is I have when the it comes right out. Here, so I might as well look and up for us. I just happened to have renewed my Hulu subscription like a couple of weeks August ago. August fifth on Hulu. Yeah. Okay, so that's not bad. It's like you know, kind of around the corner. Yeah, there's a lot. Comes out. I oh man, Obi Wan's awesome. If you're not watching Obi Wan, Obi Wan, I have so yeah. good. And so isn't uh, Miss Marvel. We watched the first episode. I, I, I tell it. you, man, I have a hard time getting into series. Mm-hmm. I, I'm too impatient to go. Oh, I want to watch this for the next two years. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, like I would. A lot rather... of these are short series. Uh, these uh, like the Obi Wan Kenobi, six episodes, yeah, forty three minutes each. And oh. there might not even be a second season. So. Uh, but it's very interesting. I mean, you, it pays. I hear it's fucking yeah, it's incredible. phenomenal. Miss Marvel's starting out really good too. I watched the uh, first episode of that, and mm-hmm. we got one more to watch. And now She Hulk's coming out. I mean, they're just pumping them out like yeah. no one's business. Yeah, so, Disney's yeah. Disney's gonna make that money. Let's talk 
Spies like us. I'm going to pull yeah, this dude. up because what I'm a guessing 87. Uh, just take a guess. I'll say 84. 85. 85. Yeah, we were right there. I love the the <laughs> the main picture for it. Yeah. I've cut off one of your fin- cut off a finger. Your <laughs> finger or mine? <laughs> mine yours. Or yours. <laughs> <Yeah>. Damn. <laughs> Why are you hitting me for? You cut my fingers off. <laughs> oh, this is not on my top 100, but it it very well could have been. Yeah, I, uh, because I love this movie <clears throat> when it came out. We watched the hell out of this movie on on HBO. Admittedly, I haven't watched it this year, but I probably watched it 15 times last year. Really? Yeah. Last year yeah, it was I, a big one for you. Just huh? I know I it's just one of those that's always in rotation, yeah. you know, like background, but a lot of times even when I put it on in the background, I still end up sitting and watching it for 20 or 30 minutes I mean, it's just a, such a great pairing. Those guys have known each other ever since, like, 1975. Yeah. Ten, they've been friends for at least 10 years, maybe before Saturday Night Live. I just know Saturday Night Live started in 75, and they're right. from the original crew. Yeah. And uh, was it Frank? I know Frank Oz is in it. It's John Landis, isn't it? I yeah, think it's I'm a John pretty sure Landis, it is. Uh, joint there. Let me yeah. get it pulled up here. Yeah. Uh, the fact they only got a 6.4, this should easily be a 7.5. Yeah, absolutely, IMDb. dude. Come on, man. Uh, yep, John Landis, written by Dan Aykroyd, who did the story. He did the story with Dave Thomas. You know Dave Thomas? He's the one of the... Uh, no, the... Uh, uh, one of the... Hey, you hoser, you know, from Strange Brew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not Rick Moranis, but yeah, the other guy. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. he did the story with Dan Aykroyd, apparently. Oh, he's also um, the... Supreme leader in uh, Coneheads. Coneheads, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was in that uh, Grace Under Fire. the Garthog, you know. <laughs> yeah, he was in Grace Under Fire. He played the uh, the pharmacist. Oh wow, that they were friends with. Weird enough. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, now this was so. It's, give me the reasons. We sometimes I forget to get into the uh, why this made your top one hundred. You know what? What about this? Is just just like. Everything you want in an '80s comedy. I mean, and that's the thing is, I. Well, but I, you're a Chevy guy too. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. and Dan Aykroyd. Yep. Um, you know, I saw this one at a very young age, and the thing is, like, this is actually like a pretty family friendly. For the comedy, most part, you know, other than a couple words here and there, defer right? And yeah, stuff, or which is someone so in their underwear at the end. But what? come on, it was Vanessa Angel. No matter who's watching it, we're all happy, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, I just saw this at a young age. I don't know if I saw it with my brother, if I saw it with my dad, if it was on HBO, but I just immediately yeah. found it so funny, you know, because it's this whole like these two idiots, mm-hmm. you know, are decoys on a fucking secret mission, you know, and they think that they're the real deal, you know. And And really, other than Chevy Chase should never have been involved. No. Whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, This is all Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd could have been one of the original G.I.G. 20s. G.L.G. 20s. G.I.G. Gathering level 20. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) G.L.G. 20s. Yeah. Uh, And it's so interesting to me every time I watch this that Dan, uh, that Chevy is with Donna Dixon. Isn't that Dan and that's Dan wife? wife yeah, in real yeah, life. I don't really know strange. if they were husband and wife before this movie or if they just met on this movie. Yeah. Because I had known Donna Dixon for a long time. She was on Bosom Buddies. She was the, on that Tom Hanks, Peter oh, Scalari okay. show, you yeah. know, where he had to be in drag to live at the uh, the. Complex. I never saw it, but I that always, yeah, it's always referenced. Uh, and then the other girl uh, being Vanessa Angel, man, so great. Yeah. This had so many great character actors in this movie, yeah, and dude. like famous directors that they had just thrown in. Uh, 
like uh, Sam Raimi is in the scene where they're where they the guys show up at the movie theater and they got to go into the underground. Have tunnel. a Pepsi. Have a Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. And that was uh, what's his name? I think that was like BB King who said. Uh, who was the black guy that was outside there. Was it? Yeah, and then the guy with the white hair was from The Sting. Yeah, look um, up the, like... It was BBK. Yeah, yeah. There was Ace a, Tomato Agency. There's yeah. a lot of, like, pseudo-celebs that are in that movie or that you didn't realize was in that movie that they, uh, John Landis just well, threw in there. what's his name with the golf club? Glad I'm not sick. Oh, yeah, Bob Hope. That Bob was a Hope, big one, yeah. too. But also in that group of doctors was Terry Gilliam, who's the the main guy behind Monty Python and he did 12 Monkeys oh, wow. and uh, Fisher King and all those Brazil a lot of great stuff he was one of the doctors he was he was the one that was like he was gonna cut into his chest did I cut into his chest yeah. did you see me do you want to come up here and do this <laughs> you come up and do the surgery we mock what we don't understand <laughs> <laughs> we could just sit here and quote the whole thing man I fucking love uh, that shit I dude. It's, it's a toss-up of what my favorite kind of scene is in the movie, and it always goes back to two two major ones with me. You'll see if they kind of yeah, uh, go are, for it. are similar to you. One's the Frank Oz scene when they're cheating on the, the test. The cheating scene. I mean, and then the other one is when they're just going with Bernie Casey through the uh, the trials yeah, at the uh, yeah. training center. What's it say? Pussies. It's <laughs> <laughs> a picture of my sister. Yeah. yeah. You let I, us go, you can all have her. I hear hey. she's very good. <laughs> <laughs> jump. They're not going to make us yeah. jump. No. Uh. These guys are just giving us a lift. <laughs> Fucking great, oh, dude. I love every moment uh, of it. No, it's so, it is. It's so fun. And, you know, like... Even and there's some seriousness to it. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you forget until you rewatch it that it's it's got the perfect moments of silliness Mm -hmm. tempered with holy shit this could be in like a high uh stressed like spy thriller our government is launching a nuclear missile from russia at us on purpose to test their defense system and it misses like yeah it's crazy and i often have noticed when i watch it if you pay close attention to the stuff with uh i don't know what the white-haired guy yeah name he, was. he reminds me of like peter graves but it's not yeah peter yeah graves. yeah but he was in the sting and he's been in a lot of different stuff him and the other guy mm-hmm. if you just think of their stuff in the movie yep. you would never they probably had no clue they were doing a comedy because right. they were just there was nothing comedic with their whole role right like from the very beginning well, other than maybe putting that guy in the yeah, closet <laughs> that was really funny. A- after that there was yeah. nothing like humorous Maybe when they were watching the uh, the testing with with them, but other than that, yeah. it was them dealing with the military, and they just played it super super serious, and it yeah. worked. Man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even the generals that were in that bunker and everything, they seemed super serious. Yeah. Oh yeah, and remember they said like you know oh we he says something along the lines of you know uh, an un a weapon not used is like a wasted weapon or something and like they basically said like oh we were prepared for this to happen and we're going to retaliate and we're going to launch nuclear missiles back and we have enough don't don't worry we have enough to last for a good 18 months of you know clean water and yeah. food like Bruce Davison played the guy that one of the guys that was a uh, not the white-haired guy, but the other guy that was with him. Mm-hmm. He, uh, that was played by Bruce Davison. We know him as the senator from uh, X-Men. X-Men, yep. yeah, he's yeah, the one that absolutely. squeezed through the, uh, the grate Oh, there. that's right, yeah. And he's done a lot of good stuff. He, was, he played Jeffrey Dahmer's dad in the Dahmer movie. Really? It was a really great scene with him. I, I like, really like Bruce Davidson. I was trying to figure out who uh, some of these other people in the movie were. Yeah, Frank Oz, Bernie Casey, 
Uh, Matt Frewer played Soldier Number Two. I just saw that too. Yeah, that is so strange. I yeah. never noticed that. I Me mean, neither. I love the two Russian guys. I love all the stuff with the. Uh, uh, these are the Afghani freedom fighters. They're our friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "What do you say?" He's like, "If you let me live, I'll let you use my friend's head for a soccer ball or something yeah, like yeah. that." Like, on his head. Yeah. Ray Harryhausen is one of the doctors in that group. Ray Harryhausen is he was the master behind all the stop motion animation, like uh, oh, really? Jason the Argonauts and Clash of the Titans, really? all the old ones. That was all him. I had heard that he put famous uh, Landis put famous people in that scene, but the only one that I really recognized was Terry Gilliam. Uh huh. And then obviously when Bob Hope showed up, yeah. Joel Cohen was in the movie, uh, one of the Cohen brothers. Oh, Sam wow. Raimi, uh, obviously yeah. big for uh, Doctor Strange right now. So many famous people that he threw in this movie, man. Yeah. And of course, you can't forget the Doctor, 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 Doctor. doctor oh my doctor. God, man! It's so many great. So, what did your uh, favorite scenes? Those are my two favorite. Uh, let's see. I, I mean, the testing, of course. Yeah, the testing, of course, especially. Want to get some coffee? Yeah, it sounds like a good oh, idea. Oh, I meant the, uh, the the written test, but that one too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that one too, you know. Um, yeah, I'm absolutely. Like, God, I love both of those scenes so much. He, I love when he just rips the fart, man. When he just rips the fart <laughs> and, and he blames it, over it blames the other guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. Blames it on that other guy. And to the, the guy, point where the other guy has to yeah, apologize. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up. I love Frank Oz playing a straight character, which he does all all the time you mm-hmm. never see him play funny he's like the, so the teacher because, guy right uh, yeah he was the teacher that caught him that's just yeah. sitting back and watching it happen and yeah. hitting the windows down right. like no one saw the cameras pop up when he did that yeah but remember him in uh, trading places he was the one that finds the methamphetamine from Dan that's Aykroyd. right you know yeah. what this goes to kids yeah exactly I mean, that's the voice of yoda and miss piggy and fozzie bear right that's there. crazy and it's dude. so weird that that goofy funny guy plays serious in every yeah. movie he does uh, he always <laughs> those plays a, men tried to have sex with me <laughs> so yeah so i guess he is very familiar with frank oz yeah uh and became a big director too frank oz he directed um was it what about bob he directed oh, wow. and he directed the score that really good one with ed norton and robert de niro oh yeah and they're robbing the uh the art house yeah and like edward norton steals yeah everyone's... he plays like a simpleton kind yeah. of guy and uh he's playing this weird kind of uh simple character that he can snap in and out of oh wait no i'm thinking of uh the italian job and Edward Norton in yeah, that. Yeah, he's in that. He was the yeah. bad guy in that. No, yeah. you don't remember? He he plays like he's really mentally handicapped in the score. Like he, oh, thank you, thank you very much. And he goes in huh. and he, he does his job and he mops and everything, but he's actually surveying everything. Huh. So when it goes down, oh man, if you've never seen the score, that's one to watch, I think I've man. seen it, uh, I just don't remember it. So good. Hmm. I love it. Marlon Brando was in it, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. But. Um, I mean, yeah, dude, The I love where they come down as like they're aliens. You know, and like that's I just, totally forgot about that. I scene. mean, also, I but like, it. where did they get all that shit? I guess, <laughs> like, you know, I mean, like, uh, they had glow sticks and all kinds of reflective gear. I wonder who played the guy that was with Donna Dixon, too. He seemed like he should have been, he, he seemed like he was like a Terrence Stamp type character, uh, the, the British guy that was the original GIG yeah. 20. Yeah. <laughs> I just buried my partner. I just bet. I love it. I love the soliloquy is that we're the seriousness that some of the characters yeah. took in the movie. And I think that we're missing that in a lot of movies these days where it's a comedy, yeah. but there's some serious shit happening yeah. here. Also, I love where they are interrogating Chevy Chase. Oh, like we yeah. Talked that's about, a great one, know, man. Uh, anytime that shows up on the screen. Yeah. And or I even mean, when they escape. That's what I was going to say. Like, also, you know, when he's like holds his hands up when they jump over the thing yeah. and the, the, Bullet breaks the handcuffs. Did you do that for me? Yeah, yeah, I did that for you. <laughs> Just the subtle, <laughs> you know? the subtleness. Or was yeah. that a grenade? Exactly. What What's is, this? <laughs> you don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
Uh, it's fucking great. Or uh, Chevy Chase holding the wires together. Oh, my oh God. it'll hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger than a bread box? <laughs> <laughs> like, things uh, that are being electrocuted. And yeah. talk about it. It's just like locations, man. I mean, they, they took these. I'm not sure if it was actually. I got it pulled up here. I'll see if they actually. I'm sure they didn't film it in Russia, but they certainly filmed it someplace. And then again, they, that could have easily been filmed in like Canada. And we would, uh, you'd never know. I wonder then if that background scene where they're in the desert and they're going from, uh, you know... Like Pakistan, where they were Pakistan. Yeah, to to the, uh, what was it, Dushanbe Road? Good Um, God, this is one of your favorite Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta give up, not me. The the, the road to uh, Dushanbe. Dushanbe, that's it, yeah. So the locations, this was the real deal. I mean, they obviously, they filmed some in the UK and... um, England and California, but they uh, two of the main uh, places are uh, Morocco and Norway. Really? So Norway is definitely the cold area, and yeah. Morocco would definitely be the desert. So yeah. those are definitely. It's got to be cool to be an actor. And you're I like, know, right? Hey, guess where we're going to go? We're going to yeah. go to Morocco. Got to go pretend for a little while. Yeah. And how how pretend is it if you're in that gear on the camel? Yeah, I love Chevy talking to the camel. Yeah, did you tell him to, him to stop? Move. I didn't say stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to watch this movie this week. Man. This is too. I remember getting the full screen version of this and being so pissed off and just like made it my mission to find the wide screen version. <laughs> so if the 4K comes out of this anytime soon, it's going to be snatched by me. Man. Yeah. I love it. It just it holds up really, no, and really it's, well. It's fun too. and it's funny and you know, like, like you a, said, I, I think it's. It's pretty passable for family, at least nowadays. Yeah, I mean, nowadays it certainly is. Back in the day, for, probably still was. Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, there is, I don't think, as far as I can remember, there's no, like, racial overtones. No. There's no, uh, like, uh, homophobic I'm stuff. I'm not sure if there's even any F words in it. Maybe a fuck here and there, but. Maybe. I doubt it. I don't even I don't think, think there so. is. Which know? is weird for, uh, uh, for Landis, Landis can go in super yeah, dirty, but he also can reel it in. It's literally the the one topless shot of Vanessa Angel, and it's and not she's not topless though; she's in a bra, right? Yeah. You know, um, I, I think she might take it off, but they were seeing them look through the binoculars. Even at yeah, it. you yeah. know what I mean. So like yeah, I mean like oh, you Vanessa could, Angel, man, this was like <laughs> this was pre Weird Science and, and pre Kingpin, Kingpin yeah. man. Th- those were the three things I'll always have Vanessa Angel for: <laughs> spies like us, the TV Weird Science, yeah, and then the uh, uh, the Kingpin, man. Yeah, Kingpin. Man, we don't talk about Kingpin enough. No, it definitely doesn't get enough. <laughs> it's not on my top hundred, so I don't think it's on mine either. <laughs> it's good. I I've said it before that I think people had almost pissed themselves in the theater I had been in when, yeah, when it, Kingpin was. Oh on. my god, dude! It was people so lost funny. their shit. Yeah, same way was with um, when uh, when uh, what was it called? Uh, something about Mary. Oh yeah, same dude. guys. That was so I think fucking funny. Those types of guys just kind of bring that type of silliness out yeah. of you. You know, we haven't had one of those movies in forever. No, it's a hard movie to do and still be PC. It's exactly you, all you do is make fun, right? You know, and, and people don't want to make fun anymore. Yeah. So it's it's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Five years, it'll come back. So before we go on to yours, oh yeah, I I was listening to, I guess it was two weeks ago, um, and of our our pod. Oh no, I uh, of Dave. So maybe three oh, okay. weeks ago, um, and you were talking about how. Like, more than likely, none of us will ever pick our top three, you know? Probably not. Right? I mean, if, unless someone's, like, feeling it. And, yeah, and you let slip, I think, what your number two is. Oh, yeah. I probably said it before. 
I think it's the same movie. I think I have the same number two. Oh, should we reel it? I think we should. I'm gonna <laughs> check and see if I'm right. I know, mine's definitely. I know mine without even looking. Yeah, because uh, Big Trouble China has always been my number one, and my number two has always been Jaws. Jaws. Yeah. All right, that's and awesome. A- after that, it gets a little kind of mixed Go whichever, up. And it goes yeah. different ways. Yeah, I. You could people could probably if you've listened to all the pods, you could probably guess my top five. Yeah, but uh, but certainly after five, it just kind of goes wild wherever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I, I thought that. Was interesting. So Jaws isn't the number two one. Yeah, so. I thought we, that we both have the same second favorite movie. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Didn't make you number one either, huh? <laughs> no, no. Last Dragon's number yeah. one. No, I figured Last Dragon was your yeah, number one. I mean, Dave's number one is Zodiac. I'm not sure what uh, what Dave's number two would be, but it'd be interesting if it was Jaws. I would imagine. Oh, if, we, if we found out number two on Dave's list is Jaws. We might. Wait, July 4th is, is right around the corner. <laughs> We're going to have to do a, uh, a Jaws pod slash trivia challenge. That, that would be fun. <laughs> I yeah. could bring back my little. Hey man, I got plenty of uh, new prizes. There and stuff we go. Like that. Hey, I'm down for a July Fourth Jaws off. <laughs> All right, let's talk about my number thirty-five Poltergeist. Oh, oh hell yeah, dude! I love Poltergeist, man. It it scared the ever-loving shit out of me when I was younger. I was me too. way too young to be able to me see this, too. and I watched it way too young. It came out in 1982. Don't even have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe I do. Maybe it is 1983 now that I talk about it. Uh, for some reason, maybe think 82. Let me I know think. I saw it on VHS. And 82, we, I was okay. correct. Same year as uh, E.T. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And I saw E.T. in the theater, and I was probably six, uh-huh. about to be seven, to see it in the theater. And I, I certainly, Pol- I didn't see, obviously, I didn't see Poltergeist in the theater. I was going to say, you see Poltergeist in the no, theater, too? but weird enough, I think Poltergeist is rated PG, and, and that should not really? be the case. That, that's probably the grossest oversight of any movie yeah. ever. Even now, I wouldn't give it, a, uh, give it that. Let me look, just to be sure. Did they remake Poltergeist? Yeah, I never saw it. I think it's rated I'm... PG, dude. Wow! How the fuck have how, how the fuck haven't they retroactively brought that to PG thirteen? That's insane, I don't think there's a dude. problem with doing that. I would have no problem with making it at least PG thirteen. Come Jeez, on, man. PG is but back in the seventies, like early, like uh, nobody like seventy eight. You could get yeah. nudity in uh, PG movies. That's, there yeah. were some movies that you could see tits just uh, just I, one I, shot. Yeah, non sexual. Yeah. yeah, they'll, they'll it's just it's just a body. <laughs> it's just a body. Hey man, I'll argue that all day. Yeah. But <laughs> I. Obviously didn't see it in 82, but I probably saw it in 83 and 84 because mm-hmm. around 83 and 84 is when I saw uh, Terror in the Isles. Uh-huh. And Terror in the Isles was that horror compilation movie that just ruined all... Ruined, I mean that in a good way. Yeah, yeah ruined, ruined my dreams. <laughs> Remember when you used to have good dreams? Nope. Not anymore, motherfucker. <laughs> Terror in the Isles. I, I, I'll pimp Terror in the Isles. And, and, and weird enough, I should probably have Terror in the Isles on my top 100 list because yeah. it is, is a legit film and it's legit amazing yeah. and it's just... Clear Clips from your favorite horror, thriller, sci-fi movies. You and I watched it, didn't yep, we? we watched yeah, it here. So. Uh, hosted by, um, or narrated by Donald Pleasance mm-hmm. and uh, Nancy Allen, and it's just so good that I remember I used that as my barometer for my parents that, hey, you can let me watch The Shining. I've watched all the horrific scenes in it. Right, yeah. And they're like, no, we don't want to let you to watch <laughs> the, the naked woman in the tub or right, this other yeah. scene like that. So there was more I didn't know about. But Poltergeist, they showed a lot of scary stuff. Oh, yeah, that. dude. It yeah. was a uh, nightmare. Now, I too, I do tend to get one and two confused a well, little bit. I can bit. help like, you with that. When I it love starts, number two also. Well, I do too. And but three. Like, when it start, oh, yeah, I yep. like them all. Um, but like number, number one is the one with the stake and... 
the scene oh, yeah, in the yeah. bathroom, yeah, 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 right? The maggots. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. then the dude in the bathroom. <laughs> That's funny. His... Everyone always talks about their their like most horrifying scene, and, and that was always on my list too. Yeah. When he's he's pulling his own face off. Yeah. Rewatch it. The effect is so bad. I know, but uh, still, but still, it's like it's I gross. saw You're, it. So... In the way they did it, in the flesh falling on the yeah. ground, and, and then, him... then the split second, and it comes back, and nothing was yeah. there, well, and you're like, what the fuck? Also, when he's doing it, though, he's going, yeah, 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 you know, and like it was a scene where when I was a little kid, I would leave the room yeah. for it, and I would yeah. come back. Yeah, I, I definitely remember covering my The clown eyes. thing, I mean... Fuck clowns, that, that clown, nothing compares to how evil that clown oh, was. Oh, God, man. dude. And what really made it for me, and I had... Uh, I had noticed recently that Poltergeist has been coming up a lot on Twitter because I, I wonder if it was because there was an anniversary of its first airing. Like I said, I've been hearing about a lot of the anniversaries or maybe someone mentioned something about us. About, could be, yeah, 82. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, would have been it. It would have yeah. been the 40-year uh, the anniversary then. Uh, That's crazy. But people give, uh, people don't give Toby Hooper enough credit for directing this movie. They, oh, man. They feel like because Spielberg produced it that has a lot of Spielberg influence. And I'm always, uh, I like both directors, but I love Toby Hooper, and I've been watching Toby Hooper since uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The mm. Fun House, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, What's another grid? Uh, Invasions of Mars. I love Toby Hooper, and this is a very Toby Hooper movie. There's definitely some Spielberg esque kind of. I feel like the neighborhood bodies, type stuff. The bodies in the pool. When yeah, the, the I, skeletons I like might have had Spielberg. a little bit of influence on him and everything. But yeah. people like were hardcore, like saying, "No, Spielberg directed this film." And people were like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. And people that were actually on the set were chiming in, being really? like, "I was there on the set. Spielberg would show up every once in a while, like producers do, right. and give influence here and there." But Toby Hooper was here every fucking day doing this movie. Right. I said, "Don't take that shit from." him yeah and uh, god man i i think the fusion of two minds like that is a is a good thing oh yeah you know to bring in it it's very similar to like spielberg and george lucas when you think raise lost ark mm -hmm. you got two great directors you got two great screenwriters well lucas is more of the screenwriter spielberg doesn't do the screenwriting but those two together created indiana jones franchise together and i kind of always looked at like poltergeist like that i don't think either of them were connected on two and definitely I don't think anyone from two were connected on three. They kind of went off in their own thing. Yeah. And two is definitely a different thing. I can understand how people have problems with two and three. But so two is the one with the, with the old, old man, guy the and old then man. three is the one in the city with... Yeah, uh, with the Laura Flynn Boyle in the high rise. And Robocops. Uh, yeah, Nancy Allen. Yeah. And uh, the guy from Aliens, uh, Tom Skerritt. Yeah. Tom Skerritt, Nancy Allen, Laura Flynn Boyle. Heather Rourke was still alive during the somewhat of the movie and then right. she died. Yeah. Uh, that was good. It was creepy. I liked the creepiness tone with the, of the mirrors movie. and everything. Similar with two man, nothing bothered me more as a kid than the uh, old man singing that song. The old man, the the tequila worm. Yeah, and dude. they used the amputee. See, I thought I thought the tequila worm was in the first. No, one. yeah, it was in that one, and the second one also had the braces scene where the with, oh, with Bobby's braces about came that. out, and it was yeah. going through the electrical socket. For some reason, that oh, really bothered yeah, me. Yeah, no, me too. Dude. I don't that, know like, why. Hurts my teeth to just think. Yeah, about yeah. It. Like, it was the look on Bobby's face when it was happening, and you're yeah. like, "What the fuck?" I, I love the Native American kind of influence that had oh, yeah. that went on in number two. Yeah, but going back to number one. 
this cast was great, and we, we can even talk the curse a little bit uh, mm. on here. But I l- always loved Craig T. Nelson, and he's still killing it. Oh yeah, everything absolutely, he's in, man. He was a huge part of the '80s, and Coach is one of my favorite shows. Yeah, I see Coach on TV. I end up getting sucked into a marathon for about six hours. <laughs> uh, we did. Me and my girl fell into that like a few months ago. They had like a weekend of uh, Coach. We we must have watched it all weekend. Long. That's awesome. It just never left the TV. It was so yeah. great. He's just so funny, man. But in this movie, he was so serious. I love him and uh, James Karen. James. Karen Karen in this movie was the uh, his boss, the one that moved the uh, headstones but left the graves. Yeah, he was yeah. the one that was out commenting on the the bright light on the porch and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that guy. He was in Network. He was one of my favorite characters in Return of the Living Dead. He was one of the guys that released that fumes and Return of the Living oh, Dead really? that brought the people back to life. Yeah, uh, he, he's hilarious to me. Uh, the mom in this, who was with the mom, uh, Joe Beth Williams. Mm-hmm. I think Joe Beth Williams played the mom. She was great. The poor girl, man, the teenage daughter. So getting into the a, a little thing about the curse here, if you haven't heard the poltergeist curse before, there was a lot of untimely, unlikely deaths that were kind of centered around the cast of the movie. The old guy died. Obviously, Heather Rourke had a rare disease, and she died when she was very young. I yeah. think she was like... She might have been eleven when she when she died. I'm not sure how old she was in number uh, three. Thirteen. Well, yeah. she was twelve going on thirteen when that she died. Year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was sad. We all felt it. I remember watching a. Uh, I think it was either an Oprah Winfrey or a Donahue episode back in the '80s. That dates me pretty hardcore. Uh, where they were yeah. discussing uh, Poltergeist and they were uh, talking about the un- unlikely stuff. Well, with the teenage daughter, it was really horrifying, man. The, uh, the girl from number one, and she has one of the best screams. I love when she's at the boyfriend's house, and at the end, she's coming back. This is once they think the house is already clear, mm-hmm. and they come back to the house, and all, it's all going crazy, and the house is blinking and flashing, and it's about to like kind of implode on itself. Yeah. And she gets into the middle of the street out of her boyfriend's car, out of her car, and, what's going on? Yeah. I love that scream, man. But apparently, she had, her boyfriend shot her. Uh, it was similar to the like the uh, the My Sister Sam type thing. Do you remember My Sister Sam? No. The actress. It was an old sitcom in the early '80s, and she had an obsessed fan that she uh, that met her at her house and shot and murdered her. Oh wow! Uh, but this girl, uh, the girl from Poltergeist, died. Uh, I think she had dated this guy, and then he just like bludgeoned her with a knife and murdered her shortly after Poltergeist. Uh, had come out, so it was, it was pretty horrific, and he, that was kind of the the first murder that kind of spurred it around of horrible stuff happening. That's crazy. It says she it says here she was strangled. Oh, she was strangled. I she, thought she was, was strangled, stabbed. fell into a coma, and oh, died. That's five even worse day, than I Five thought. days later, it's almost worse to be strangled than yeah. stabbed. You got to really hate somebody or be pissed off. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Uh, as far as like some of my favorite stuff from Poltergeist. Though there's so much in there, man. I love all this stuff. I, I love the inception of it. Like right when Carol Ann starts uh, talking, no, it starts doing the chair thing and like the kitchen. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I love when the that. mom turns around and she had just cleaned the kitchen, and then the chairs are stacked on each other. Oh, dude! And then how excited she is when Craig T. Nelson gets home and and puts Heather O'Rourke in the uh, in like the football helmet, and puts yeah. her on the ground like uh, Indian style, and just kind of. She floats across the floor, yeah. And how excited she was, and how Craig T. Nelson's like uh, he does it to the chair first, remember? Mm-hmm. And then he's like he's lifting underneath the chair with his hands to make sure there's no wires or yeah. anything there. It's so crazy, man. Oh, and then how just it escalates, man. I mean, yeah. this was people nowadays. 
they think The Conjuring as like the the big home house haunting movies, and they're yeah. great. I love all three of the Conjuring movies. I own all three of them. Uh, really well done. But man, back in the day, this was it. This yeah, was no, the, I, this was our one. I also feel like uh, Paranormal Activity tried to kind of oh, yeah, revamp did. this. I, I like the Paranormal Activity movies. I, the first three, I, you know, I'll tell you, I've seen all of them except for maybe the last one. And I like I'm, how they connected them. I, I think I saw them so spaced out yeah. that like I didn't. Yeah, you, you should know? watch them together. But like I remember being like in four or five of the series and just be watching it and just being like, I just I I'm I can't do this. <laughs> I can't anymore. do it anymore. You know, so uh, like I, I kinda lost uh, out on that one. But I mean before Poltergeist, really the Amneville horror was our big one and the Amneville horror wasn't scary. You Exorcist. Know? Yeah, but that wasn't a house haunting though. Yeah. I'm just talking about house hauntings. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean, the Changeling might have been, that still might even been after Poltergeist. That might have been like 83, and that was a, uh, a good one with George C. Scott. But as far as like house hauntings, got to get this house cleared and shit. I don't yeah. think we had ever seen anyone come in to clear a house in a movie before. Yeah, like no, that. and you got to say, she was great. Oh, dude. Zelda. This house is clear. Oh, yeah. No, no, no one beats that man. Yeah. It, it's really kind of weird that they even bothered to remake it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I couldn't uh, bother to, uh, to watch the new one. Had you seen the new one? I saw it, um, but to be honest, I don't really remember it. I, I'm looking up the cast. Um, I mean, I know Sam Rockwell was in it. Yeah. And, uh, that couldn't even save it for me, and I loved Sam Rockwell. But. And I remember the poster with the clown on it. Yeah. but just Even the clown didn't look real. I don't remember anything else from it. The, remaking the Poltergeist seems as ridiculous as remaking The Exorcist. Yeah. You know, it's it's done. It holds the hell up. And They didn't it, remake The Exorcist, did no. they? No. Okay. But, I was going to say, I'm, uh, I think I Not that, that they wouldn't try at some point. Because I, you could show a seventeen-year-old kid right now the original Exorcist, and it would scare the fuck out of him. Yeah, them. yeah. You can't do that with like a lot of comedies or action movies or something. And you, uh, action specifically. Yeah. You know, with the action movies now, you tried to show somebody Avengers Endgame, and then go back and show them like something. Although I say I, I bring these two up all the time. <laughs> You could probably right now would actually not be a bad time to remake Spies Like Us with like The Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah, you could totally do with that. everything going on totally right now. Like, I mean, it might be uh, you'd have to pick the right country. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, they're going true. into yeah. and everything like that. But yeah, you could do that. Yeah, yeah. Poltergeist, no. Nah. I mean, they they had the perfect opportunity to do a prequel, to yeah. do uh, to do something completely different. Even Carol Ann grown up or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, they could have done something like really unique with it out of the box, and I still think that that could possibly be a possibility that mm-hmm. people could get on board for. But remakes, people are done with remakes. They yeah. don't want remakes, yeah. man. They want an extension of the story, or they want something uh, completely new. Unless, unless you're going to completely revamp the series, yeah, and and you better do a fucking. I good had job. just heard a tweet from uh, Taiki Watiti, who does the the Thor movies yeah. and uh, Jojo Rabbit, and he's one of the hottest directors out right now. And he just got signed on to do a new Star Wars movie. Yeah. And it's going to be something that has nothing to do with the the franchises that are out there and everything. And he, he said it right. He's, he's like, you really want me to do something about, like, Chewbacca's grandmother? Yeah. He's like, I'm not really interested in doing that. He says, I love the universe. I love to be able to pick something out of that universe and do my own thing that can build on the mythos of, of Star Wars. And I'm all for that. I, I'm completely all for that. 
I think he should do something without Chewbacca's mother. <laughs> now that he mentions it, I never wanted to see it more as much in my life. Uh, but yeah, the Obi-Wan, that's why they're doing all those series really well. And Poltergeist would work good as a series, too, you know? Yeah. If, you, if you really did it as a series, like it was a slow burn. Yeah. I mean, they've tried to do that stuff with like American Horror Story, specifically the first season. Yeah. was all about kind of a haunted house and everything. But it seems to pe- that really holds up to people, you know, haunted type stuff and everything. Yeah. And especially when the crazy stuff you can do. I mean, 1982, they did not have a whole lot of technology behind them. This was like puppets. And yeah. It was like the tree creature. That tree and creature too, creature man. It was good, man. Yeah. Like, and I even remember in three when she's in therapy mm-hmm. and uh, she like has the flashback and she's like, Robbie, Robbie, the tree's eating yeah. Robbie. You know, like they knew what they were doing with yeah. that fucking scene. Oh, man. I, you know, come to think of it, I never really thought about it, but. I bet you that's what fucking kept me from being like, hey, I'm going to go climb these trees. Uh, yeah. Because I fucking hate clowns, and I don't climb trees. Yeah, it frightened <laughs> me, man. It frightened me, for sure. And just the, the, the ingenious concept of having them her be like in the TV, not really in the TV. That's yeah. really the only way she can communicate. She's like within the... The, the realm. The realm, like yeah. the multiverse of the house. Well, and know? remember, like they threw the tennis ball. Yeah. Um, and they threw it in the room, but it came out like downstairs, yeah. you know. That's the movie. The movie is, the, the, the remake or the new movie is what's going on while on she's the other in side. there, on the yeah. other side. Yeah. Which is, it's kind of like... Uh, remind, that would be dope, dude. It would be dope. It's yeah. kind of like uh, how Hellraiser is when they when they come, the Cenobites come for you almost they come within their own realm which one is it because i always uh the conjuring and then what's the other one um the conjuring with is lorraine one, uh insidious and ed warren insidious yeah the other one they both have kind of a little view of that like other side you know yeah, what insidious I mean? for sure is that what it insidious is Insidious really does because yeah. in that second one he had to actually go in there to get his son yeah back. and there was that crazy uh, where the that crazy person demon, killed their uh, whole creature. family yeah uh I liked all those movies, man. I thought they were good. I, yeah. I, I, they can be done well, but I think people rely too much these days on the jump scares. And, yeah. uh, and, it, and it worked in a lot of ways in like It, but I know they use that as an example of you know, practical effects kind of... Uh, and the other thing, too, a lot of times when it comes to that is they'll just like have no sound, like no background music, mm-hmm. and then they'll just be like one, you yeah. know, and like that's that's part of the reason that it gets you, too. It's like... I don't know that there's something about the 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 atmosphere and then like 1982 what they were able to create in uh, Poltergeist that just really holds up for me when I re- when I rewatch it. The music helps too, you know. It's John Williams' music. Yeah, it's it's everything. That scene at the end where they thought everything was great, you know, it really yeah. that was like the, when they went to the, the hotel. Uh, no, no, that was the very end. Oh, like, okay. like you remember once they got. Uh, Carol Ann and the mom back yeah. and they fell through the ceiling and they're in the bathtub yeah. and, and she says this house is clean and everything the weirdest they did the weirdest thing in the world mm-hmm. they spent the night in the house yeah. and they they packed it up you know we're, we're moving we've made the decision we're going to leave this house and everything's everything. fine now. everything's fine they packed it up and they decided to just spend one more night in the house yeah. I don't give a fuck yeah. you, there's no way I would have spent one more send for my things yeah. that's all I'm going to say send for my things and it would have been fine yeah. or the, it would have been the new residence problem yeah. and I think that was the roller coaster ride for me, you know, well, because it was almost like that 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 third act was really really strong. Doesn't like doesn't the house like implode? Yeah, it, it implodes. Yeah, again, but <laughs> you forget the 
the scene where the mom is like climbing on the ceiling and mm-hmm. then that big white like monster was in Carol Ann's closet yeah. and it's sucking them in when the mom remember the mom's running down the hallway and they had that classic uh, yeah. the hallway looks longer than it is yeah. type of thing and then it stops and she speeds up and when she finally gets to the door and throws it open it's like thrown open and she's like mid in the air yeah. kind of like grabbing on for her kids arms and everything oh, and then then when she goes out in the uh in the the pool, man. Ooh, the pool, man. Oh, that yeah, scene in dude. the pool. Yeah. And then the scene where uh, where uh, Craig T. Nelson yells at James Cameron. The bodies. And you moved the headstones, but you left the bodies. The right. Dutch angle they used on James Cameron's face, mm-hmm. and you're just seeing his eyes, and you hear Craig T. Nelson going, "Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah." Oh, <laughs> it's God. such chaos uh, involved in that. And then, like I said, that's when the uh, the sister comes driving in and everything, and you're like, "Yeah." That movie left. I never got to see it in the theater, but I would imagine that you were just like tense as hell. After oh yeah, it, because right after that scene, they go to the hotel and they kick the TV out. Yeah, and that's then the right. credits just yeah. roll and everything you're like wow and just a reminder kids this movie is pg yeah like and that was a very toby hooper kind of ending too like just that whole really really stressed all the way to the end and then boom it yeah. stops and it's over and that's similar to how uh, texas chainsaw massacre ended you mm-hmm. remember that they're chasing the girl she finally gets on the back of the pickup truck and she's like laughing as it's pulling away and he's spinning around spinning around the yeah. street and you're like what the hell did i just watch yeah i mean it's like I, I love those movies where the filmmaker, and they do it a lot. I'm not that they say they don't do it now, but they just left you with that really great moment at the end to like walk out smiling or just be like, holy crap, man. Yeah. They really got to get you with that end. I think a lot of movies kind of forget to do that now, especially because there's there's post-credit shit. Yeah, the, there's post-credit shit, and there's potential for sequels depending on how well yeah. you do. You know, It's the... I think you like almost decompress your audience by making them sit in the audience for another five minutes. You don't get them walking out and looking at everybody else and be like, you believe that shit? Yeah. You believe that shit should happen? Yeah. Because I remember that. We would, uh, walking out, and then I remember as when I used to go to the movies like every week, you couldn't wa- wait to walk out, and then you'd turn to the guy next to you, and what'd you think? What'd yeah. you think? You didn't yeah. know. Right. You know, you know you, they may have loved it. They may have hated it. Right. You have no clue. And I remember certain ones getting out. I remember going specifically to The Born Identity, and Dave turning to me and said, that's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Yeah, that's such a good fucking movie. It might movie. be Dave's number two. I don't know. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I bet it's on its top ten. I bet it uh, is. I'd be interested in uh, uh, what his uh, top ten is. Yeah. Uh, once we're done with this segment, after a few months of doing this segment, we move to the next one. We're going to have to have a big reveal yeah for the, sure what the list is yeah just we, some of the favorites what that, we didn't get to exactly you know? yeah for sure ah that's exciting man i'm glad we got to talk about these two movies i i love them uh yeah, 1982 and then 1985 another, yeah another 80s i i haven't gone through and counted how many of my top 100 on the 80s but i yeah. guarantee it's probably 30 or 40 uh, yeah i've definitely I, i've it's got a pretty a mixed bag yeah but, i but do there's, too but there's definitely it's the oldest movie you got on your list Oldest movie? I mean, probably Jaws. You know, seventy-five. I, so seventies. Yeah, I mean, nothing pre-seventies. Without going through all of it, I, yeah. I unless Old Man in the Sea is on there, which I don't think it made it. Yeah, that um, might have been the sixties. Yeah, that was like fifties or something like that. I'm wondering um, what mine. If I can, I have the dates on mine, so I can uh, I can easily peruse mine. And that I do not. Uh, I did not go you. that far with them. <laughs> you didn't go that deep. No. Like I have a nine. I have two just by glancing on here right now that are from nineteen fifty-seven. Yeah, no, I definitely don't have any of those. Uh, I got two from 57. And if you're a keen listener, you might be able to figure out what movies I picked from 1957. I have a 1967, a 1948, 
So that might be my oldest one, 1948, but there's a ton of 80s on here. When I'm looking at it, tons of 80s, tons, tons of 70s, certainly some 90s, but uh, yeah, there's some older ones. 1948 is definitely my oldest one on the list. Yeah, I mean, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and then I, I think the newest one that I have on there um, was Uncut Gems. Was Uncut Gems, yeah. Yeah. I know I have a 2019 on my movie, so... God, I've got some good fucking movies on this yeah. list, dude. Yeah. It's like, we better get to these, <laughs> these suckers, man. I just want to be like, dude, pick this number, and then after that, pick this number. Maybe we like, might get to it. Yeah. <laughs> you can, like, lead me some, in, yeah. some way. What's three times seven, I know, Paul? I know, I know. I feel like I've got nine lives today. Yeah. Maybe number nine. <laughs> oh, it's exciting, man. That was a good pair today, too. I've, yeah. I've been thrilled so far with our different pairings that we've all had. Yeah. So. Uh, but if you want to get a hold of us and uh, let us know if either of these two movies, Spies Like Us or Poltergeist, made your top 100 list, uh, we'd love to hear about it. And you can uh, hit us up, uh, fascinatingfilms at gmail.com, or you can leave a like or comment right here at our uh, wherever you're listening to us, which is uh, iTunes or SoundCloud. Or you can uh, go right on to Facebook where we uh, put our uh, pictures every week and uh, talk about what's, uh, what's coming on in that current week. You can leave us a message there on, on the Facebook under Fascinate with uh, Films. Uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. Until next week, see ya. Peace. This house is clean.